really seeing the behind the scenes. I love, I love watching me doing the ripcord and all of you just going. <laughs> That's, can we diff that? Josh, Josh, make that. Remember right, when right. you when you stop the thing to save this video is we need to get that early <laughs> part of the video. <laughs> all right. God bless my wife though, because yeah. wow. honestly, the entire length of our marriage has been my kidney stone, except for the first two weeks. If she hasn't bolted by now, she's a keeper. Exactly. Well, so what, what anniversary is kidney stone? Is it <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's the test. If you if you stay for that, <laughs> right, right. I know. Just to oh. it's zero. It's it's it's, it's your zero. It, it's the worst one. <coughs> we be recording. Okay, so we're recording. Yeah. Okay, we, we uh, the, welcome to the next issue uh, podcast. We are a podcast out of Dallas. Um, a bunch of friends that love talking comics and have a microphone problem, obviously. Um, <laughs> everyone, uh, let's do. Let's go around the table. Uh, just uh, introduce yourself and uh, what you've been reading. Josh. Hello, uh, I am Josh. Uh, I have currently been reading um, Gideon Falls, uh, the new Green Lantern, and I just wrapped up Rick and Morty uh, versus Dungeons and Dragons, which is very, very good. Come on, cool. Adrian, who I'm not sure if he's actually here. We've had some appearances of Super Troll. <laughs> Adrian, are you here? What are you reading? I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have I been reading? Um, <clears throat> uh, read Wonder Woman Year One by Greg Rucka. Oh, yeah. Um, Greenlander Rebirth. Um, as much as I was out on Batman after Volume Seven and the non-wedding, uh, I went ahead and read Volume Eight, mm-hmm. and it was pretty good. Got him. Um, <laughs> Got him. We did it, Tom King. We uh, did it. <laughs> we did it, Tom. Mm. Uh, uh, what? A, oh, I'm a glutton for punishment, so I went ahead and read Dark Knight's um, Road to Metal. Oh boy. Yeah. You're never gonna yeah. win, are you? Yeah. <laughs> I also read No Justice. And? Mm-mm. Um, uh, read Mr. Miracle. Loved it. Um, I started Mr. Miracle. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm two, two issues in. Just remember Dark Side is. Um, I know, and I don't know what that is. <laughs> so, but I love the art, yeah. and it's such a different take for mm-hmm. this world right. that I'm really intrigued. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with Big Barter now. Who isn't? Mm-hmm. You just like you like it rough, don't you? Huh? You like it rough, don't you? <laughs> We're looking for a big bar to substitute right. um, <laughs> for Adrian. Yeah, I read uh, Old Man Hawkeye volumes one and two, and that that's really been your go-to book. Yeah. Well, so I read the first couple of issues, and then you know, of course, life and money gets in the way. So I I was yeah. like, I'm just gonna wait for the trades. Uh, volume one came out a couple months ago. Didn't pick it up. I was like, I'll just wait. For, I was hoping they'd come out with one big book because it's only 12 issues. Uh, they came out with volume two. They had the first volume on sale for uh, $3.99. And volume two, even though it was brand new, was for $10.99. Uh, $17.99 in the stores if you go mm. buy the physical copy. Yeah. And I know this because I went to Galaxy Called Dallas. Oh, yeah. We had a local uh, store close. Yeah. Um, their final weekend was a couple weeks ago. And we went over there, and I ended up picking up a. Now describe the mood there, because you were it was, you were it really. Was weird. It, it was. 
the way you I described met, it was I, like, I met the guy, uh, the guy who owns it. I can never remember his name, but I've met him several times. Yeah, I follow I mean, him on Twitter. Yeah, he does a lot of local yeah. shows. And uh, you just know that this guy has a genuine love for comics. And um, him getting his daughter into comics, who's uh, she's younger than my daughter, but seeing how much she's into comics, because she plays a big part on their social media and stuff. Uh, she's at the shop all the time. And so it was really just his love of comics is an inspiration to me. And knowing that that place closed down, even though I stopped going because I moved to the other side of town. Yeah. Knowing that the, uh, it was a final weekend, I just had to go, you know, make a pilgrimage over there. And it was just really weird knowing how much this guy loves comics and seeing him give away his life's work for 50% off. You know? I, yeah, I don't think I could ever run a comic shop. You know, uh, like we were in there and people, like he was selling everything must go. So he's selling furniture and everything. And people are buying the furniture and moving it out as guy, as people are shopping. So it was, uh, it was even my daughter, you know, she's 11. Yeah. She picked up on how surreal Sad. it was, yeah. you know. And uh, I just felt bad. Like I want, like there was, they had Old Man Hawkeye Volume 2. That's how I knew it was out. And they had uh, Galactic Ghost Rider number one. And I just felt bad buying those books on top of what I already got for 50%. And then I looked at the receipt, and it was more like 70% off. Wow. Because I picked up Master Race. Did he know you were a, you'd been he a regular? Me. Okay. He, well, he then maybe he, maybe he just said, hey. Um, I didn't ask for it. You know, I, I, I was really, it was kind of a weird moment where I didn't really want to talk to him that much. You know, because it was like I knew yeah. how sad this must have been for him. And so... You know, we went up there with our four trades, and I walked out of there um, with four trades for 24 bucks, and Master Race is wow. 30 by itself. Wow. You know, uh, you know, retail, it's $30 by itself. And I walked out of there with four trades, three for my daughter and one for me. And uh, so it was just a weird, weird feeling. Um, yeah. Started reading Umbrella Academy. But anyway, uh, Old Man Hawkeye, I finally picked up both of them. Um, We're going to have an Old Man Hawkeye episode because you have been loving this book and no one else is reading it, so we need to all pick it up book. and check it out. I, ha I have like, all the issues. I just haven't gotten around to reading it. I have a bunch of it those, is, yeah. Uh, it, it is – it's really good. Um, I end up picking up – there's a new Old Man Logan run. Uh, I guess Jeff Lemire started it, but it's him now in the Marvel Universe. Now. Does that guy sleep? Who, Jeff Lemire? I swear that guy writes more stuff right, between World City and all the other stuff he's, he's like writing. Mark Wade. Mm -hmm. Oh my God! Unbelievable! Just how much content. Oh, the microphone. Oh, yes. <laughs> Is that better? Oh God! Wait, <laughs> when Josh was talking into nothing. So. I know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, um, the, I did some more. Uh, I was reading. Uh, it was an article critiquing um, Old Man Quill who Ethan Sachs, who wrote Old Man Hawkeye, is writing Old Man Quill. Yeah, I, that's the book I kind of want to see. And the guy that was writing the article was a little bit disappointed in it. and uh, But he had brought up another story. I guess the new run of Old Man Logan, one particular issue goes back to the wasteland. Oh, yeah. And it's him versus Punisher. Punisher's still around. And of course so he I is. Picked up that he always is. Yeah, I picked up that issue, and... It was pretty good too. Yeah, um, I, I recommend the whole Amir run. Uh, he wrote he wrote from one through twenty five, mm -hmm. and then even the stories after that are still pretty good. I'm behind. Uh, the last thing was he was gonna fight the Maestro, 
Hulk. Oh, the Maestro Hulk. So yeah, that's from Peter the last thing. Run. Yeah, that's the last thing I haven't read, but all of Lemire's. Uh, most of it is Andres Sorrentino on art. So, like, that's, that's a hell of a team. I just don't want to uh, – maybe because I'm, I'm not too familiar with the current comic books. Is that is that sound level good? Do I need to get closer? You're fine. Oh, thank you. Um, Your voice carries. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I just find it weird that they place that offshoot of a storyline, that character, in the current Marvel Universe. And so I have no interest in reading that. Yeah, I – to me, it's always like they just throw stuff at the wall, and whatever sticks mm-hmm. kind of becomes canon. I mean, especially considering that Wolverine is supposed to be dead. So at the time when they brought him over to the six one six. Yeah. I, I think here's kind of what happened. I think because I was reading all that stuff when Secret Wars was coming out, mm-hmm. they had the Battle Worlds, which was like right. continuations of your favorite stories. Yeah. Bendis wrote Old Man Logan. And I think it just sold like crazy because one Bendis was writing it's Bendis, it. Sorrentino. <laughs> yeah. I think it was Sorrentino on art as well. Um, so you got a big team pushing Old Man Logan. All these people are like, yeah, they want more Old Man Logan, and they just you know they didn't have a Wolverine because Logan was dead at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Spoilers. That, well, he's back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Comics. So, yeah, <laughs> I know. And I, I prefaced everyone with you know we're gonna spoil Umbrella Academy, Doom Patrol, and Captain Marvel. So, so yeah, we everything you're reading, we're gonna spoil it. Yes. Um, yeah. So I mean, it just it make it makes sense for them to make a Wolverine book, even though you don't have six one six Logan. Yeah. Um, which I love Laura Kinney as Wolverine, uh, but I guess they felt they still needed a Logan in the universe. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he's been around long enough. I mean, that's like, you know, as much as we see Deadpool now, I'd be like, oh, you know, let's get rid of Deadpool. We need a Deadpool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but old man Hawkeye was really good. Um, it's, I don't know, it's just a fantastic read. Yeah. Um, it, it's interesting to see what characters are still alive. Um, what characters old, had kids. What, yeah, what characters had kids. Um In Old Man Logan, they had preferenced that all the heroes are dead, but they never go into explaining what happened. And the first six issues or so of Old Man Hawkeye does the same thing. And then all of a sudden, issue seven, they go ahead and show you what happened, and it's brutal. Um, More brutal than the X-Men's uh, execution? That was uh, I have not read that, so I can't tell you, but it's pretty brutal. Okay. I mean, when Steve McNiven draws it, it's a lot more brutal than it probably really was. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's like you have too much experience drawing dead bodies everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you read the old man uh, Logan storyline, you know about the Venom T-Rex and how it has a hard-on for the, these guys as they're going across the race land. They go back and explain why that is, mm. and that's a fun story. <laughs> Stupid question. It's not a Venom uh, devil dinosaur, is it? Oh, no. oh, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, no. think about that. <laughs> no. Um. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Daniel. Uh, what, what are you reading? Sorry, oh, oh, <laughs> we, oh, we got off on a tangent. Yeah, like I said, it's the it, it, Adrian show. <laughs> um, I, 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 man, I actually read a lot too since we last met. But just a few highlights. Uh, I caught up on Venom because I wanted to know why people were sending death threats, death threats to Donny Cates. Cates. Yeah. <laughs> and if you are, fuck you. Yeah. 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 Oh man, um, it, it, the run is amazing. It's yeah, just, it, it started off a little bit slow for me because I hadn't been reading um, Venom that much before. That. It's been a little while, 
But then once you get going, like, I couldn't stop. I just went all the way through 11. Um, so that's really good. I'm waiting for 12 to see how it kind of wraps up this little story arc. Um, I read Redneck Volume 3, which is also Donny Cates. I picked, it, I picked it up, but I haven't read it yet. It, it's really good. Um, it'll mess with your head. Uh, I read we, m- we may have just a whole Donny Cates episode. We might we have to, yeah. Because I am... read of his is good. Yeah, it's just fun all the time. Yeah. I read Man Eaters Volume 1. What'd you uh, think? I really enjoyed the book, although it only has four issues, and then the last issue is kind of a magazine issue. Yeah, that um, that was weird because that actually made me go, "Is is this helping me get somewhere in the story I don't know about?" I think it builds the world in a very interesting way to, of building it, not through a comic book form, but through a magazine form. Yeah. Um, but I well, like they the, have like a yeah. lot of ads and a lot yeah. of things that that are warning you about what's going to happen to your daughter so because of toxoplasma. In Bitch Planet, there was a lot of ads at the back of the like coupons for stuff you could send out. I thought that was very funny, and they, these are kind of like that. There's just like, it's like what if, in this world you really would need this uh, drink that you know brings up your testosterone levels or whatever. Um, yeah, because there's just so you don't turn into a cat or something like it's. <laughs> the, the yeah, premise of if the you're book female, you are a threat, and, and, and that is <laughs> that is the way they yeah, advertise. And I'll say this book is not subtle at all, but it's very interesting to read. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I look forward to the next volume. It's probably the most different book yeah. out on the market. Kyle. Um, oh wait a minute. One last thing, uh, and then I caught up on Justice League yes. uh, because yes. I really wanted to catch up. Uh, to read Justice League 19 that came out this week, yeah, uh-huh. uh, which stars of a new story uh-huh. co-plotted by Jorge Jimenez, beautiful art. Um, Justice League, it's 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 a pretty wild ride. I think it's going places that maybe they didn't think they could go before. Yeah, but now that you've broken down the source wall, like you could do, you can. That could be your explanation to why things are happening that never happened before. So I'm really enjoying the book. I really like Scott Snyder. So this He's is awesome. one of the books that. Yeah, <laughs> I think going forward, I'm going to read week to week just to kind of try to keep up with that because yeah. there is a lot. This is the only Super just, Troll. Yeah, it's, it's the only Justice League book that I'm current with, though. I, I'm not current with Dark or Odyssey. Dark is um, amazing and so much fun. That is my book. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to reading that. Odyssey so. is interesting, and they got a new take on how Dark Side looks in there. So it's, I, I've been trying to read it, but just mm. Dark Side is baby Dark Side all grown up. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, Kyle. So, uh, one real quick question. Have you read uh, um, Detective 999 yet? I'm not. Uh, so, this month, I'm catching up on my Detective comic books. <laughs> <reading up one. laughs> because <laughs> something happens at the end of that book that just made me, like, squee. That was just okay, like... Okay, I'm looking no, forward to that. I'm, I'm oh, like, shut up. <laughs> I'm about two arcs behind, maybe. So, okay. it'll, it'll happen uh, this month. I got, I got some time before yeah. 1,000. Been reading Justice League, and that was really good, especially bringing Mixie back into the picture. And then he also, and not really a spoiler, but he talks about how he's one of the most, one of the most powerful characters in the DC universe. He says, "But there's only two of us. One has always watched over you, Man of Steel. The other one, Batman." They don't exactly say it, but they reference Batmite. So I was nice. like, "That was nice." Oh, yep. Who who wrote that? Was that a Tom King? No, this no, no, is Snyder. Snyder. Oh, Snyder's yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. He manages yeah, Snyder. the plot. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you reading? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I actually read the most current, and uh, this one kind of had me going. Is the uh, a Doomsday Clock, where almost oh, the Jesus entire. I, I actually I was picking up some books at Half Price Books, and I, I put the first four out, and I was like, I might get these. I might get these. It is a slow take to get there, but this issue has Superman in a coma, and almost all of the DC universe goes to Mars to confront Doctor Manhattan. Ooh. 
and it's 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 yeah. It, this finally after nine ish, or after eight other issues, it finally got to me. Where like, and you actually know what happened to the whole DC universe, how he affected the whole thing. Want to know? Go for it. He basically keeps Alan Scott from finding the Green Lantern ring. So even though the current age of superheroes can still form, basically with their no formation of the Justice Society, there's no Legion of Superheroes either. He just moved it two feet yep. over. Yeah, and it was like, <laughs> yeah, so. He just moved it two feet over. So That's things awesome. are coming back. They, we, already got, we already know the Justice Society is coming back in their own comic books, so yeah. I'm looking forward to see what happens with. And, and it's Gary Frank, which, yeah. like, oh, I love his I, I don't care Frank, if it takes yeah. three months where in between issues. Yeah. As long as every page is drawn by Gary Frank. Yeah. Well, the main reason I picked up those books was were the covers. Yeah, no, he, he did. Yeah, he, he does an amazing job on those covers. I mean, but again, it's an event book. It's coming slow. Yeah, I, I was able to. Get, I, I was going to get the first four for like half. So, so uh, is the is the the Doomsday Clock stuff leading? Because I just saw the announcement that DC is going to repackage the. Silver Age question and Blue Beetle stuff that they had acquired. Oh, no, no, no. They're in there. There's a scene where you have one of the uh, ships that's flying to Mars. It has Ted Cord, Blue Beetle, and the question right next to each other flying. And they almost have, like, the normal Charleston heroes. No, that's my, my favorite scene of, the, of Doomsday Clock is Captain Adam walks up. We're talking about, like, late 80s, early 90s Captain Adam. and goes, guys, stand back and just blast Dr. Manhattan. And I'm like, that's what he's based off of. So you have right. one of the strongest characters trying to take out the strongest character of the Watchmen. Of the Watchmen. Yeah, it was That's like, interesting. All right. yeah. They're playing so, some nice so do stuff they in. allude to Blue Beetle and uh, the question being Rorschach and... I don't know. But, no, but you, you know they're in there because of that. They, 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 it's it's a, in a strong panel. They're there flying the thing. And, and it's funny because one of the heroes goes, I think it's actually Phantom Lady, goes, how long till we get there? And the question just goes, good question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that's one I can. I, I really hope that they do like a live action film or series of. I've always been. I'd love Denny O'Neill's run. Mm -hmm. uh, back when they did uh, Question Quarterly, mm -hmm. they just had great stories in there. The, uh, the question was in Batman '66 this week. Was oh, it? Yeah. Oh man, oh. it was a beautiful. I'm trying. I'll look up the artist in a second, but uh, he's just interviewing Catwoman. We're still going into the whole nightmares thing with Batman and everything. Like, Whatever happened, whatever's happening, it's kind of in Batman's head. It, it seems that's what's going on. I'm not sure yet because <laughs> that hasn't wrapped up. But it's a beautiful issue. Uh, I tweeted out some art, and then the artist tweeted out the same picture to show like what he was doing. And I was like, I picked the right panel because <laughs> we were both amazed by it. like, yeah. Um, I'll look up the name of the artist in a second, so you guys keep going. So I know I'm the the new guy here, but a lot of the people that know me from the comic club know that I'm not usually up on current mainstream comics so just as a forewarning when I ask questions uh, about like for instance um, what the hell that means <laughs> um, or how that happened I'm not just trying to keep the conversation going I really no. truly don't know so. <laughs> um, okay I'm gonna put this uh, on the back burner of your minds uh, I want a casting for uh, the question uh, in the next five minutes, so you guys think about somebody you'd like well, to cast I, I know as who, the question. I know who the question in my head is always going to be, like Kevin Conroy's Batman, Jeffrey Combs. He voiced him in the Justice League animated uh, series, so that's like that. But I want a live action. I, know, I, want, I, I, want, I want someone you see. That's hard. You could just have Steve Buscemi. him voice him and I like that. Hello, yeah. fellow nah. superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be a good Rorschach. You have to have the, the backwards yeah. cap and the skateboard over his shoulder. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> huh. I'm going with Josh Hall uh, Holloway from Lost. He played Sawyer. I think he'd be a pretty good... 
because they, they, for a long time they were talking about rebooting the Rockford Files with him, and I was like, oh. and I saw him in that role, and I was like, oh, he could play a good detective. He could play a good private mm-hmm. eye, and I was like, okay, he could play the question. Okay. Anyone? Anyone got one? Put it in your head. Think about it. Wait, what else you got, Kyle? Uh, only the one I was going to bring up was the, um, I've been reading that Star Trek Q's Conflict, which is bringing all four of the main rosters together. Yeah. And so it's basically Q with three other godlike beings, and one of them is actually the character that appeared in the original series, the guy who dressed in like kind of like a 18s flair, kind of like, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's in there. If you ever saw the original series, you'd recognize the character, but they each choose their captain, and then, the ca- and then they choose who they want on that team. So they mix the teams up, and so they had to find four pieces of this nether omnipotent beings or races uh, device that they're apparently were even more powerful than the Q continuum. And so it's like you, you've got Kirk working with Worf and uh, uh, O'Brien, and you've got uh, Janeway working with Riker and Kira, and it's just in, they're on the, all the ships and everything, so it's just a nice little kind of... My favorite one's like, is Kirk's like, who are you? And he goes, I'm Worf, son of Moog. He goes, you seem a little distressed. Well, you come from a time when the when the... When there was flaring war between the Klingon and uh, Federation, like saying, "Listen, son, I get it, but we need to work together." It's like, you know, it's just, it's just the way to interact these characters together. Huh. Who, who's writing it? I have to, I have to look that up. But okay. yeah, but it, it's, it's if you're a Star Trek fan, it's a, it's a, a geek moment where you get to see everybody's always want to see them to come together, and this yeah. is it. Um, any, any other books? Nah, that's about it. Uh, my name's Clay. I uh, am uh, <laughs> recovering from a kidney stone, so I have only read. <laughs> I, I went back and got caught up with Fantastic Four and Dan Slott's run, and it's just super fun. I mean, it really, it's giving you a taste of what this Fantastic Four title is going to be. They're kind of taking what the, the Future Foundation and everything. Uh, it does look like it might have stopped. No, it says it's live. I'm, it says it's live. Yeah, I'm, I'm keeping track over here. Oh, okay, good. All right. So, <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm loving that book. Um, and I'm kind of curious where they're going with Doctor Doom. They're, uh, that was the last two issues I have not. I, I love Dan Slott because I think his Spider-Man's run is my Spider-Man run, just because of the time that I was reading it. But I think Marvel just buried the Fantastic Four so deep yeah. that I really right now don't have any interest in going back and catching up with them. Like I know it's I want so to read it. It's so cosmic, interdimensional. Yeah. And I think I'm gonna like it. I just like. I haven't seen the Fantastic Four be relevant for years because they were whatever they were keeping them away because Fox or whatever, whatever the issue was like, and I'm like, that's the first family of comics. I should be more interested in like wanting to get caught up and read the book. Well, it's interesting because they're rebuilding the multiverse uh, through their son. So Franklin's building these worlds and he yeah. has the ability to do so. And so then you discover this uh, person who is the last of all uh, the the last or. or who ha- has been deemed the person who will exist in the last of all dimensions. And so she comes through and starts just destroying all their work. Um, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't happy with the way it was resolved because it looked like, here's our big bad, but I'm just going to show you and then we'll get to it later. So you could see that she could destroy worlds or destroy dimensions, uh, but the ending was kind of like basic, Reed calls forth anyone who's ever been in the Fantastic Four. So, 
everyone basically in the Marvel universe shows up. Yeah. Uh, even okay, people who ha- who haven't, like uh, uh, there's a, there's a whole bit between Human Torch and uh, Iceman. Iceman and yeah. Iceman's like I've never. He's like, yeah, I was in that that one time. And he's like, that didn't count. Like like <laughs> they, they, well, he's uh-huh. like, you were never in the Fantastic Four. He goes, but that's why I'm here because I was. But they're actually going to give us that story. They're actually say we're going to show you the Iceman uh, oh. FF team. So yeah, so yeah, so he keeps kind of going back and retelling stories and uh, you know different parts of their time and. So it's kind of neat because it's almost like Dan's getting to write all the stuff he ever he wanted his wish list of stuff uh, at different periods of their moments, and plus he gets to write the thing uh, marrying Alicia Masters. So. so this is the 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 new current run. Current run, yeah. After they return, yeah. right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Real quick for Josh, uh, the author of the Star Trek Q's conflict is Scott and David Tipton. Hmm. Hmm. I right. love them. And for our listeners, the artist on Batman was Jorge Fornes. Oh, okay. very good, very good art. Good deal. We got a lot of TV shows and movies this week. Um, we, we we're going to talk about Umbrella Academy. We have Doom Patrol. We have Captain Marvel. Um, I did want to bring up one thing just because it got announced this week. What? The announcement that next season of Arrow is going to be as last uh, season. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> first, do we believe this? Because I do. I honestly do. It is a crisis event that will take out. It, the rumor is well, we already know Arrow's is done after. 10 episodes. Well, yeah, so we know he has a limited run. Yeah. But there are, rumor is that we're going to be losing Legends also. And so that leaves the door open really for a Really bummed about yes. this. Now, wow. it ha- that hasn't been confirmed, but weirdly enough, I spend a lot of time on Instagram, and a lot of the rumors I find on Instagram usually end up being true for TV shows and movies. So it's like the new place to kind of find news. So so just so everyone knows, uh, Twitter, unreliable. Instagram, reliable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I so, so Flash will continue? Yes. Uh, Black Lightning will be unaffected. Flash without Cisco. Yeah, Cisco's leaving. And maybe Daniel Panabaker. Well, really? What? I haven't heard that one yet. I like heard that quarter. this week, and I was like, it's not. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I, I love me some Killer Frost, <laughs> but I like the original gang. But I think maybe yeah. she seems to be very pivotal part of this season, and that might be because it may be her last. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. Honestly, I mean, it well, yeah, because they're letting her direct episodes, and she's doing a lot more than she's ever done. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I want to believe that they're doing a crisis thing, and well, th- so, so they can open the door for other shows. I think they want to keep bringing, like you know, crisis. What it did was it revamped the whole area, so you can have new creative teams, new characters come out. You know, history's changed. I think this is going to try to do that for them. Yeah, because we anytime you get an event, you're going to get a new book. You're going to have a death. You got to have the, yeah. the the things in place that always happen in comics. So, so what is going to be the new show you think? I don't, well. Well, uh-huh. Batwoman's coming, right? Yeah, Batwoman's coming. So we got the, the, the palette. There was also talk about bringing Tyler, the guy who plays Superman, Tyler, uh, and maybe giving Tyler. him his own show. Oh, really? Now, the one I'd love to see, that there's just, this is just me, I'd like to see a new episode of, or a new show of Blue and Gold. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, if you like Blue and Gold, you should be reading Heroes in Crisis. Yeah, yeah. it's actually gotten interesting. I'll give it that one. Um, no, that was going to bring up one thing is, uh, oh, no, I'm Fart, brain fart on what I was gonna. That's okay. Um, oh no! If they're gonna really do Crisis how it should be, they need it needs to be more than four episodes. This needs to be at least maybe three episodes per show. They, they need to, they need to build this sucker up to be something really strong, or they're just gonna drop the ball on it. And a opinion. lot of dialogue, like yeah. just excessive dialogue, <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> no, 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 no. Even worse, just text on the screen, just pages and pages of text. Well, I read it with the closed captions, so it feels like comics. <laughs> well, you know if they. 
if they fought onomatopoeia, they could use the words up there and then there use them go. as weapons. Oh, that brings me. Oh, that 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 reminds me of one of the favorite things about Doom Patrol. Doom I was Patrol. just thinking that. Yeah. Oh, a James character. Personality yeah. that the words come out. That's my oh. favorite personality. Oh my James. god. Uh, I love that Robot Man has taught me new ways to use the word fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, can, th- we, no. can we just Brendan Fraser? Awesome. American treasure. I mean, hey, yeah. just, the, the, the just, end of episode uh, one where he just goes, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when, um, um, uh, oh, I just forgot her name. Um, Rita. Rita, thank you. And she's like, okay, we get it. We get it. We get the idea. <laughs> um, I love, I love Robot Man. I love a violent Robot yeah. Man. I love, I yeah, I love that they're three. actually using Brendan Fraser in scenes so you don't know whether you're in his head or not sometimes yeah. because yeah. he's trying to figure well, out. You not know. even that. They're actually, you know, they're actually letting Brendan Fraser and Matt Bomer actually have part of the show instead of just voicing the characters. Right, right. So, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, because uh, Matt's character has so much backstory that's Ooh, so important. That was that's one they're doing so much of a better job giving life and development to these characters than Titans ever got. It's like... Yeah. Got oh, I know. And Rita's really, like, I thought, okay, so Rita's going to be this real shallow person who's going to grow. She's continuing to be shallow, and I kind of like yeah. seeing not not go anywhere. Yeah. Just well, like that some people just don't. Well, just her power set, too. You know, in the comic books, she was a person like Mr. Fantastic. I can stretch my body big or small. Here she's... She's barely controlling herself to keep herself from becoming a It's like a body bo- horror. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, God. I just... the uh, So I've, I've only watched through episode two, but the, the minute... That she has that 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 change of heart. It walks back and says, "All right, fine, get the bag, <laughs> put me in it. I'll go inside yeah. the donkey." I nearly <laughs> lost it. And then just the shot of her eyeball moving. Oh, I know, oh, I know, I know. And just <laughs> they they went all in on Doom Patrol oh, and fucking God. kudos, man. That yeah, has been. If you have not subscribed to the DC Universe service, now is the time because Titans wasn't worth it. I have not finished Young Justice to say that it is. Oh, no. Uh, Justice, in my opinion, I, I like where they're going with season three of this. But, like, this has made oh, me yeah. get all my Doom Patrol yeah. books out. Well, no. Go well, and research every story. And, 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 like, it has me thinking about the fact that, I, like, I keep thinking about early Flash as well. Yeah. Because I feel like what this is proving is when DC just goes all in on the comic field well, these things, it succeeds. Not e- no, not even Flash. Arrow season one. See, I've, I've never watched Arrow. Oh, but Arrow season yeah. one and two were. I, I don't, they've never been able to touch that height height but again. And it's to, to me, it was it was when Flash did Gorilla Grodd. Yes, they Grodd. were like they were like we're going to do King Shark and Gorilla yes, God. exactly. And we don't care what you think because we're going to yeah. have a talking shark and a gorilla. And that you. Gorilla Grodd episode is so intense because it's like, you know, With, they are really freaking out about this, like, super smart, deadly ape. It's and great. having him meet Barack Obama <laughs> is the weirdest thing, but it's awesome, too. Oh, yes, I forgot about that. Like, no, but I would say, whether you, whether you watched this last week's episode of Flash and you liked the episode, I'm sorry, I'm with Cisco. That was one badass kaiju fight. <laughs> <laughs> And see, I haven't seen it yet, so it's like, just, oh, I, the, no, I just, can't wait to go. Have you seen the promo show, like Lisa Palmer? The oh, yeah, yeah, oh, it's great. It's, it's King Kong meets Godzilla over again. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so much fun. That And, and you know, Cisco and Keller Frost are kind of part of that. So I'm kind of, yeah. if, if they do leave, Harrison Wills has to be around, though. We have to have him. I, I mean, he's just, he's been at, with fits and starts, and I've only seen three season three, so bear with me, but um, he has been so instrumental to that show, and the fact that they reinvent him every season, he's 
the actor clearly is loving that. Like he, oh, just, God, he gets yeah. to play like these subtle variations of the same character again and again. I mean, who wouldn't want that? I know? think he's played like twenty one different versions of himself. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I guess just to add to my earlier point is so for instance my my wife is not into comics right and when she when I was watching the King Shark appearance the first time in Flash and she just walked in there and she's like what the hell is that like this <laughs> what ridiculous thing are you watching but we watched episode one of Doom Patrol together and she got into it right well she was partly into it just because of the fact that she's like i have no idea why there's a farting don- donkey at the end but i i, I want to know i i know that the donkey's the hook and then and then so i watched episode two last night without her just because i wanted to prepare for today and it had just wrapped up and she walked in she's like oh what'd you watch i'm like doom patrol like, oh i, I, I want to watch that with you I'm like oh well we'll we'll re-watch it I said, but they explained the donkey. She's like, oh, good. I'm like, but there's an inexplicable cockroach. She's like, oh, I definitely want to see this, right? So <laughs> it, is, it is going all in. It, you can oh, capture an audience that isn't into comics. It's no. not feeding fan service. It's just good storytelling. Well, no, what I'm hoping is they're, what they're doing with Doom Patrol, please tell me you're going to give the same production value and quality with Stargirl and Swamp Thing. Yeah, no, I, I'm totally with you. Like, uh, I'm you so hyped about Star Swamp Girl. Thing you're now. gonna, I'm gonna have words. I'm sorry. Well, there yeah. was big news in Swamp Thing. Um, Adrian Barbeau tweeted that she was going back to the swamp, yes, and yeah, she yeah, yeah, did yeah. hashtag DC Universe. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, really? yeah, you know, they, yeah, they announced that she. Yeah, there's a picture of her. Yeah. So, are they gonna do a kind of you know the way that all the DC shows and like we CBS and stuff have brought back know yet. prior we actors? Don't maybe maybe. Yeah, she would be the only one because Dick Durek's dead. Is he? I think yeah. he's still alive. No, he died a few years ago. Yeah. Um, what if they get just total random crazy thought? What if they get? Um, uh, I just forget his name. Uh, the director Wes uh, Craven. Craven to direct some of the episodes. He's dead. Oh God, he is. Yeah. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Welcome to the dead though. show. Is everyone suggests things for dead people, and I tell All them right, they're dead, on. and they're going, oh, imdb.com. <laughs> in ha- in happier news, he yeah. died like a while ago. Yeah, yeah like yeah. Two, who? Uh, Wes Craven? It's yeah. been a couple like of years. Two or three years. Two years ago. I can't yeah. keep up. I think so. Just two. God, it seems longer. In a bit of happier news, if you do get to do. <laughs> <laughs> if you do in projects Wes Craven won't be doing. Subscribe to the DC app. You can get 36 issues of this 1964 Doom Patrol, mm-hmm. uh, 63 issues of 1987's Doom Patrol. Is that Graham Morrison? Is that no? No. Uh, uh, which eighty-seven? Uh, it starts at eighty-seven. Uh, it goes for sixty-three issues. I don't know. It. Uh, he starts in at thirteen or fourteen. Okay. So. Okay, uh, so he might be in there, and then six issues of the latest Doom Patrol from twenty sixteen. That oh, was Gerard that's Way's, the Gerard Way, yeah. Right. Which is okay. It's it's weird, but it, I I haven't figured out how to ride his weird wave yet. And for some reason, Doomsday Clock came up when I typed in Doom Patrol. <laughs> Well, they're in there. There's a shot of all the Doom so, Patrol on one of the ships. Oh. I mean, everybody in the DC Universe goes to fly Dr. Manhattan. So, yeah, wow. there's, a, there's a lot of comics in the app, so, like, don't think you're just getting the shows. Like, It um, is definitely the best it, The library value. is growing. Yeah. Uh, it's although, definitely growing. Slowly, though. I mean, yeah, there's Although, the, yeah. I, I have a pro tip, which is uh, I was paying month to month and went in to change my payment option, and it just defaulted to annual. <laughs> so, um, don't tell my wife. We're not recording, are we? Yes. 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 Uh, <laughs> damn. Sorry, she doesn't, she doesn't listen to this. She's like, I watch the podcast to see what uh, Josh yeah, doesn't I, tell me about. I, I have Twitch on right now. Um, <laughs> Real quick, Craven passed away on August 30th, 2015. 
Okay, Dang, so four years right. ago. Wow. Damn. Um, Umbrella Academy. Who, who's who gone all the way through? Uh, I'm finished with it. I haven't seen any of it. Probably won't get around to it for a while. Either. None? Yeah. Um, five episodes in? Five episodes. Thoughts? I love it. That's good. I was five episodes in and almost turned it off. Right. And it took a turn that kept me in that made me finish strong. Mm-hmm. But as we have talked about talking about this episode, I was like, Eh, it was good. It was okay. It just kind of like we, we, goes down because it's just because I binged it all, right? And I really am enjoying the slowness of Doom Patrol, right? To Umbrella Academy because both are kind of weird. Right. I mean, yeah. um, not everyone has a talking monkey, but you know, right? Umbrella Academy, I'm in. Um, definitely. I, I I know when I guess it was two weeks ago when I got on our chat and was like should I keep watching after three episodes? And because, I mean, a lot of shows, they lead off, like you watch the first episode and there's some questions. And you can see where the writers are building little arcs and overarching arcs and stuff like that. Um, Usually by the third episode, they've answered some of those littler questions that you have. but also adding more questions, you know, giving a little bit more mystery, but you, you're getting some answers as you go along. And what I found through the first three episodes was that I got no answers to any Why? of the first, you know, first uh, questions I have. <clears throat> and there was a bunch of new questions that I have, you know, by the third episode. There's like, why? And it just didn't make, I, I got really frustrated. I came to you guys and you're like, just finish watching it, you know? And so I've tried, I've been busy, but, um, I like it. Um, unfortunately, I pulled a Kyle and went to Wikipedia, <laughs> and they kind of spoiled some of the, the ending for me, which I kind of, it kind of answers my big question of why the fuck Ellen Page is in this show, right? But at the same time, you know, I, I get it now, and I can't wait to see that happen. So, uh, so you hadn't read the comic? No, I just started. I, okay. I just started. Um, this week was really busy. I haven't been doing much reading, but I did read Old Man Hawkeye. I started Immortal Hulk, and oh, I want to start that book too. Yeah, uh, Volume One's on sale on um, the Marvel app for two ninety nine. Uh, I might get that. Yeah. Um, and and the, re- the only reason I ask is because I've read <clears throat> I've read both uh, both uh, both volumes. Because Comic Book Club is Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't reread it for that. You're doing a much better job promoting well, the comic book <laughs> than I had the book until last night. So I, I haven't reread it for that, but I read it a while back. When we read the first volume, I just went ahead and read the second volume afterwards. And so I knew, well, I mean, even at the first volume, it kind of wraps up that storyline you mentioned with Ellen Page. Mm-hmm. So I knew what was coming, but it was it's definitely interesting. It doesn't take away you knowing what's happening. Right, it, it, it hasn't taken away. Me knowing what happens at the end hasn't taken away from the ride. Because it's really, un- it, it unfolds beautifully. Yeah. It's it, The way they kind of map out the show is really good. Yeah, they don't give you a lot of answers at the end, but man, the answers that come at the very, or they, they don't give you answers at the beginning, but when you start to, they start playing all those cards and you start seeing everything unfold. Right. At the end, it's so good. And you see everyone's kind of path set. Yeah. Um, um, I still have a lot of questions about five, um, and I think that's the r- main reason why I stopped watching, and I just wanted to go back. Cause, um, they have both books uh, on Hoopla, 
Mm -hmm. And so uh, this library app I use. And so I just started reading. Yesterday, I just started reading Umbrella Academy. And it's the art's good. Mm -hmm. um, the story is trippy. And I think the the show kind of conveys that a lot. I I wouldn't say they go they went full in. They didn't. Yeah, because like for me, mm -hmm. one is the first thing that you see that, that's a little off. So right. when you see one walking around in his giant jacket and you're like, well, I've read the comic. I know why he's like this, but we're not going to see this, and, and it's not going to unfold until, like, episode seven right. when we see why he's like this. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just these little tidbits, like the mask right. for Cha-Cha. Um, yeah. uh, I mean, just they're just weird, but you're like, I'm, I'm in. I'm just going to keep yeah. going. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm in on Umbrella Academy. Um, I had a friend of mine, and she texted me last night before I fell asleep. And she's like, uh, thanks for the recommendation on Umbrella Academy. Loved it. I'm like, you're welcome. I can't remember how, when I recommended Umbrella Academy to her. But Did you just post it was a good show and maybe she took that I, at, at I face value? I may have. I don't know. I don't get, you know. Like, I got to say, I'm, I, you know, just talking about it, I'm excited for season two because of how season one ends. Right. And I can't wait till you guys get to end of season one until we though. see. Have you read Umbrella Academy? Yeah. Okay. Uh, both volumes? No. Okay. I've read the first volume. Because, <laughs> well, you know, like I said, I went to, I understand, from what I'm understanding is that they put a lot of stuff that happens in volume two yep. into this first season. It's, it's a mix of, it's a mix of volume one and two where so they kind of shuffled them together and then just stuff kind of fell in place. Like, uh, so there's two kind of tracks to right. the stories, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so my question is, are they about to pull a Game of Thrones and just go off on their own for season two? And if so, is Gerard Way going to be involved in some of this writing? Well, volume, uh, volume three should come out pretty soon, I think. They wrapped up the single issues of um, mm. Hotel, uh, what's it called, the volume three, Hotel Apocalypse or something like that. Mm. But there oh, are so six, a, there there are six new issues of Doom, of uh, Umbrella Cat, <laughs> I almost said Doom Patrol. <laughs> it, it's very similar. It's yeah. very weird. It, it, so it feels like Netflix took Umbrella Academy like to a six or a seven. And then DC went like, we're gonna crank it up to 11 <laughs> with the comic book right. material. Here's a question I have, um, and I've been meaning to ask this in, in our chat. Well, actually, I think I brought it up, but it's been so long since we, everybody's been busy with their lives. It's been a while since we've done a show. Yeah. Anybody else find it odd that the, that Netflix announced what sh what uh, comic properties from Mark Wade they're gonna be working on, and Nemesis and Wanted was not on that list? You mean Mark Miller? Mark Miller, yeah. yeah. Sorry, well, yeah. they announced that a while back. I mean, it wasn't just like recently. They announced that they picked up a lot of his stuff. But no, they actually well, announced they a list of what. Uh, 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 he, there, there's odds are yeah. he might have licensed that before they got. Well, bought. Wanted might be licensed by whoever made the Wanted movie. Was it True. Warner Brothers? Yeah, I think so. So, yeah. so that might be tied up in that. I think a lot of his stuff that was pre-licensed, pre-acquisition, is kind of tied up in that. Yeah. So that may be why. Yeah. Because I, I mean, it could be like his Fantastic Four. Right. <laughs> I would love to see a, nem a Netflix Nemesis show. I mean, cause since we can't get Moon Knight. Yeah. Right? But I don't um, think, yeah, Moon Knight's not going to happen. It's no. At least uh, there's no talk of what Marvel TV is going to be. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there's some. Oh, there's some. Like, we're getting a Loki, and we're getting. Oh, yeah, that's, that, that's Loki confirmed. And Scarlet Witch. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be all stuff that's in the cinematic stuff. So. Yeah. Le Legion's only getting one more season. Yeah, I, yeah. And that's a show I need to watch. I'm okay with yeah. that because it's. 
It's okay. okay. I'm okay with that. I'm, it's like, I hate, let me use this as an example, but it's like Starman. It's a story that you had a beginning, yeah. you have an end, so they're actually ending the show. So. And, yeah. and, and we're going to get Professor X in the yeah. third season, too, yeah. so I'm kind of excited to see. Yeah, they have they have announced the actor. Hold on, hold on, and hold on. Legion is kind of like going to a really nice steakhouse. You know, you get a, an amazing meal. You just can't do it all the time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, and, yeah. and and I'll I'll add that um, Legion is the kind of show that you don't even need to know it's based on a comic book. Right. At all. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, X universe. I mean. And, and that's, uh, you know, we had this discussion in chat. Um, and Josh agreed with me when I said that. Uh, well, it, well, you know, it, it is one of those things where we're getting so much. We're living a world where we're getting so much stuff, and I don't think a, the world knows a lot of these great TV shows so, are based off of comic books. Right. I mean, yeah. we have we have Preacher, we have Umbrella Academy, which is kind of a superhero show, but you wouldn't believe that that was comic book, right? I mean, it's so weird and trippy. Well, I, th I think this is a new age of comics, right. uh, mm -hmm. a comic TV, because. Right. You get such. Uh, I mean, these shows are not your typical. Oh, uh, these shows are <laughs> not your typical uh, comic books. I mean, Preacher, Umbrella right. Academy, Doom Patrol. Uh, you can go getting, through any getting, of their history. We're his. getting Lock and Key. We're getting the boys. We're getting. I mean, there's the boys. So I mean, you kind of have to go in knowing it takes place in this mm -hmm. certain world. I mean, right. I don't want to say that they're like intellectual shows, but they're a lot deeper than your right. typical, you know, I mean, tights got, and fighting. We got Happy well, coming, season two's coming in yeah. a couple of weeks. Well, I mean, look week. at uh, Preacher. Preacher's yeah. pretty heavy on there, too. Like, I mean, you have, I mean, you realize this is a comic book? Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, and again, I'll just add, my, my wife loves Preacher, the TV show, loves Legion, the TV show, all shows that you don't mm -hmm. need to know are based on comics. Right. And I can remember, I mean, just how far we've come to, to your point, Clay, Anyone remember when the film Road to Perdition came out and almost right. all the news was, oh my God, this was based on a comic book. Well, you know, that, it's like, or how about Ghost World? Oh, yeah. 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 I love Ghost World. Yeah. yeah. Which I think everyone should revisit. Oh, God, yeah. 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 Um, real quick, uh, Xavier's going to be played by uh, Harry Lloyd from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I can see that. Clay's thinking hard about this one. <laughs> <laughs> you said Harry Lloyd, and all I could think of was Dumb and Dumber. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Harold Lloyd, the silent film comedian. So I'm like, I guess I could see that. Dig him up. I think this is, a, if you guys can see it, this is the guy who's playing Xavier. Mm, okay, yeah. Wait, yeah. isn't no, that? that no, that's the guy from my, my, my bad, my bad. I haven't oh. really watched Legion much, so I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. My bad. Um, all right, let's dig into it. Uh, Captain Marvel. Um, everyone here has seen it? No. Yes. No. No. Oh. Wait, wait, no. wait a minute. I haven't oh. seen it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm, I'm okay. I, I, you guys can go talk I, about I've, it. I've seen it twice. Full spoilers for Captain Marvel. Full spoilers. Um, I loved it. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Second time watching it was even more fun seeing people react. Mm -hmm. uh, the people that I was with uh, reacted to the Stan Lee intro. Um, they reacted to um, oh, Ben Mendelsohn being shot. At one point in the in the screen, like you really uh, come to care for the scrolls, and yeah. he does a great job. I, I he's just, really good. I, you know, he's so freaking great. And yeah. then you watch a movie like Ready Player One, yeah. and you go, "What a shithole movie!" Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> what well, a and, shit movie. And, and, and I have to say, with his performance in particular, I had it, it was almost like one of those he makes really fun. well those really extended uh, 
Family Guy jokes that just go on forever because at first when he's playing it so casual, it was a bit abrasive. I was like, oh, this isn't going to work. And then he just kept doing it. And by the end, I'm like, I love this guy. Like, I just, like, please stay on earth. I just want, you know, so yeah. It, it, was, it was a great performance that I think he nailed and it took me a while to come around to. But. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, I'll just say, I thought all the acting in that film was stellar. Yeah, Brie Larson is great. I want more young Sam Jackson as Nick Fury. the The moment he starts singing <clears throat> the song to her, I was like, "Can you imagine current Nick Fury singing like that?" Yeah, to he would never do that. <laughs> he would never. And, and I was worried that that he wouldn't get the props that he deserves for finding a way to play that character younger that didn't just rely on CGI. Well, it, yeah. Well, it looks like they lifted it right out of a Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Mean, he yeah, looks true, like true. that character or, straight out of the film. Did you see someone did a, a mashup of the trailer, but used footage of him from Die Hard? Uh, oh, yeah. that would be great. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, so uh, he was great. Mendelssohn was great. Um, I mean, all the acting was just really, really good. I mean, yeah. Well, you haven't even talked about like Jude Law. Oh yeah, Annette Bening. I mean, we've we've got yeah. some stellar yeah, talent no, in true. this that's in true. this film that are playing really good baddies. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and <laughs> I, I felt like this is this to me was it, 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 it seems like ever since Black Panther onward, um, and I confess I haven't yet watched Ant Man and the Wasp, but it, it seems like why ever, are you in this show? <laughs> I know exactly. Um, but it seems like ever since Black Panther onward, Marvel has gotten the message they need better villains. Yeah. And Captain Marvel was definitely. I I, I was saying before the well, show started. It's not even better villains. It's like actually developed the villains. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and and I mean, in here, I thought it was so smart where um, they invert the villains, right? So you hmm. go into it thinking um, the scrolls. You know, scrolls are bad. The Kree are the good guys. Again, total spoiler, and they invert that, and but on top of that, how brilliant that was because it not only plays with just your standard audience that doesn't have any background, but if any comic nerd going in watching this thinking we're going to get the Kree Scroll War is totally blown away, right? Is this total like wait, wait, the Krees or or the Scrolls are the good guys? You know, it's like it's it was. I thought it was a very very smart move, and just how they're able to bring in subtle touches from the Deconic run. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, if you take the broad strokes of the story, it is the Deconic run. You have refugees, you know, trying to just kind of get away from the war. Did, did you, you see her cameo? Yes. Yeah. Wait, uh, did you see Kelly Sue in the movie? DeConnick no, no, no. Where is she? She's on, she, the train. on the train. When she gets off the train, uh, oh. Captain Marvel walks by and she just looks at her like, Oh no, I totally missed that. Yeah, yeah. Now, oh, was David awesome. Lopez the next one? Because there was a. Uh, so I'm not sure. I'm not very familiar with what he yeah, looks like. Yeah, I'm not like, either. But it, Kelly Sue the Conic is very hard to miss if you like, mm-hmm. you know, big oh, bright I totally red hair. It. So yeah, I, I was like, oh, this Kelly Sue the Conic. Look at that. And that's cool. Anyway, sorry. I'll, I'll shut sorry, up. Sorry. Sorry. No, no, no. no. Adrian has some uh, thoughts on this. You haven't <laughs> seen the movie, but let me let me know what you think. Top five Marvel movie of all time. Um, and that is based on what? Yeah. Why? Everything about the movie. No, 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 no. You got to go more descriptive here. Come on. Yeah, this is a talk show. Yeah. Welcome to our show, Super Troll. Let us know <laughs> about Captain Marvel from Where what you've go? seen, which would be a poster and trailers. Do I know? I've seen the movie. 
Oh, okay, I'm sorry, Super Troll. Okay, yes, you've seen the movie. Okay, let us know. Now, what did you like and not like about the movie? I loved everything about it. It was just... Brie Larson. Yeah, I mean, she was there. <coughs> just So, you know. when you saw it with your daughter, how did she react to I seeing... I have not seen it with my daughter yet. Okay, then. I have not seen it with my daughter yet. I went. I think that I think it's because the movie's for her, and not for you. Uh, see, and that's my problem. No, it's I, supposed to be for me. I don't. Um, God. Um, but no, I mean, wow. I mean, what is there not to say about this movie? Um, I don't know. Keep you going. You suck reviewing movies for the newspaper. You know that. <laughs> I just. I mean, you know when you're just so blown away by a movie, and you just have you're just uh, lost for words. Uh-huh. That's where I'm at right now with Captain Marvel. I don't think this is where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, I, 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 I know when I'm on a losing side, so therefore I'll just keep my opinions to myself because I it just... say why you The whole purpose it, it, is this so for us it, to discuss. I think we're discussing. So there, there would be... There, I don't think there's a losing side when you're talking about movies unless you're, talking, you're hating on a movie without having seen it or because there's some, some actual bias and because you're a garbage person. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. far as I know, yeah. you're not a garbage person. I'm not, so well, I, I'm, I think I'm not. As far as you know. <laughs> as far as I know. Thank you, Daniel. Um, Based on our interactions, I don't think so. As far as I know. But I, just, I, I didn't like it. What? I didn't. Oh, you didn't like it. Mm -mm. Okay, I'm gonna give you some no. of my favorite scenes that. that no, no. Okay, to okay. Here, here, I'm here. so confused okay. now. <laughs> I, I, well, okay, so yes, I've been trolling you because I. I here's the thing. I watched. I, I. My original plan was I was going to go to the Who Needs Sleep board meeting on uh -huh. Saturday. We missed you. And bring my daughter, and then we're going to go see the 12:15 showing at Alamo, right, right in the same yeah. parking lot. That was my original plan. When I woke up Thursday, that was my plan. I texted my daughter during the day to make sure she was on, and she told me that she um, that she took um, a babysitting gig for the weekend. Ah. And you know, if anybody knows my daughter, she she loves that money, man. So I, I was did. like, you know, I'm, I can't really fault her for that. So I was like, okay, I'll still go Saturday. Then later on, I get a text message from my dad saying that my sister's going to be in town on Friday instead of this Wednesday coming up. She's coming in town four, four days early, which I have to pick my battles when it comes to my dad. Either I'm going to spend all day with him and my sister on Sunday and miss this show or and go to the board meeting and the show or spend all day away from home, away from both of them, and have to hear that bullshit. So... I chose Missing Saturday, and so I was like, well, I still want to see it. I couldn't think of anybody who wanted to go. Uh, we got off work a little bit early, like at 4 o'clock that day. So I was like, there's a 7 o'clock showing. I'll go to that. Went there by myself, watched the movie, wanted to love it. Opening 15 seconds, I was all in because we got that new Marvel you know, intro with Stan Lee, got me right in the feels. Then the rest of the movie happened. And I will say this, I will say, after thinking about it, when it, initially I was just really just furious about the movie. And then I've kind of calmed down about it, and I've come to the conclusion last night that I feel about this movie the same way I feel about Venom. If I don't know anything about comics, it is a very fun movie. If I don't know anything about comics. Oh. 
if I'm not invested into the MCU, this is a very fun, self-contained movie. But considering that both I'm a comics fan and I adore the MCU, it was a very much a letdown for me. And that, and and it's it's for a lot of reasons. Um, starting off with that that scroll thing, like I said, if I'm not a fan, but my childhood is based on I hate scrolls. <laughs> that is my childhood. You know, there has never been a, a Kelly Sue is teaching you to love. <laughs> Kelly Sue can suck me. Listen, Whoa! I, I mean, I do know. Wow. I don't. I, I, yeah, yeah, oh, we like, she didn't write love the movie. Kelly Sue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, because they changed up your movie that you wanted to hate some people that you couldn't hate on, it bummed you out? Oh, my God. It just, no, it's like, <laughs> I just, okay. Do you hate the Skrulls and the Fantastic Four Foundation? The Future I have Foundation? Read I haven't read that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, they're I like the little mechanical ones, yeah. so they're not the shape changers. Oh, the little like scientists here? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're greatness. But so are I, I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Ask, ask oh no, I just I mean, so are we not at a point where I mean, to me the MCU now is is reaching such a big audience. Yeah. They don't have to tailor it to no. I mean, if we're comic gonna, nerds needs, if we're right? gonna, if we're so, gonna, and if we were to include all of Captain Marvel's history, that would be a clusterfuck of a film. Well, uh, oh, uh, don't don't get me wrong. The Alamo intro trying okay. to explain all the Captain Marvels was Oh. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I totally understand what both of you are saying. But that doesn't change the fact that I am a comics nerd. Yeah. Right. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but it doesn't change the fact that I am a comics nerd. And to me, did we get a decent enough Captain Marvel story? Yeah. We should, got it, wait, should it have been subtitled, Captain Marvel, How Nick Fury Got All of His Shit? Because basically what it was, what the movie yeah. I watched was more of a Nick Fury and how all the cool shit he got in previous MCU movies came to pass in this movie. Hey, I went to see the movie. And that is, what, that is what I'm more upset about. That's how Nick Fury got his Coulson. Yeah. Yeah, that, Nick, how Nick Fury got his Coulson. How Nick Fury lost his eye. How, how Nick Fury get a Tesseract. How Nick Fury... How did Nick Fury get his Coulson back? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it... And then... Chewy slash Goose yeah. is Carol's cat. In this movie, Chewy ends up being Nick's cat. Well, she's Marvel's cat. Marvel's cat, oh, then Nick's. Oh, cat. don't even start on that. Because that's how, that's so. I was thinking about it. I was like, they don't explain. Okay. okay. Also, I would, I'm actually gonna against his whole plot here. Is the whole thing is, if you want to nitpick about how they change things in Marvel CU, we can go back to Iron Man number one. Yeah. I mean, let's. I mean, I was I, when I first knew that. Uh, the fact that we didn't have Hank Pym as part of the Avengers. He's a founding member of the Avengers. But no, we, you but realize. They retconned that. They retconned a lot of stuff. And, if you, if and gonna, they have the ability to do it again before Endgame. Yeah. They probably retconned the whole thing about all that Nick Fury stuff. It's probably a retcon in this movie. Okay, now, but I do, I, I, I do want to support yeah. Adrian a bit because I will say, and, and it, was, it was a fine line for me, right? Mm-hmm. As I thought more about the film, I was a little perturbed that they were trying to fit in everything. And it's the exact same reason I didn't like Solo. 
is that Solo took every single thing we know about Han yeah. Solo and just jammed it into yeah. one movie. And so I kind of and 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 the scene that almost did it for me, um, <laughs> and uh, I was chatting with a friend on uh, Facebook Messenger, and she said the same thing was when he gets scratched in the eye by the cat, right? Now it was just they wait a second. He loses his eye by a damn cat. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But oh, it's, but it's the flurkin. Right? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It is. It is. It is. It is just. It is just. No, I mean I thought. It is. It is just subtle enough, right? Is just subtle enough that. I was kind of with them because they don't make a big deal out of it until like the very, very, very end. Yeah. But also well, the okay. fact that it matches the wounds he's had on uh, his eye since the very first appearance. And I was like, I'm so kind of cool with this. So. Okay, the reason why I was not cool with that is no, a damn cat. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> you no, wanted no, the creed no, to really torture him? Well, no, well, well, no, no. Okay, so. If you, as, now. as you're watching the movie, <laughs> you understand that 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 um, Carol has no affection for this cat at all, and it's all Nick Fury. So Nick, this is going to yeah, end okay. up being Nick's cat, yeah. right? You can see that coming throughout yeah. the throughout the the, the the movie. And when they get to the eye scratch, so like, not only are they, it not, could oh, be an wait, explosion wait, or something. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> not only. Because you haven't seen the film. Not only are the scrolls good guys now. Oh, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the scrolls. The scrolls, these badasses of the galaxy, are now the comic relief of this movie. Throughout no. the movie. Yes. No, no, yes, I, I, they I no. agree with that. Ben Mendelsohn ends up being the comic relief. And, 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 and here's a point. So hey, you, you what, can't, you cannot... Her, you can't say that about him because that is, he's so that good. Well, yeah, I well, mean, because he... It, no, go ahead. As I'm as I'm watching the movie, the, it it just you go through the beats and all the comedic beats end up being the scrolls and 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 I'll give you a good example. When Fury gets his eye scratched, right? There's no real action going on. There's no life threatening situation. He's up there just cuddling with the fucking cat in the plane, right? And the the cat scratches him his eye, and Nick's like, oh. That's just a scratch. It's not gonna be. And cut to Ben. They cut to Ben Mendelsohn. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) which is the third time in the movie that he pulls that same prank where somebody says something and he's like, and and he's it it just bothered me. But I I, because it 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 includes him as part of that team when they're when they go into space and and. he looks over at him and he's like, "Is is this amount of turbulence normal for for space yeah. travel?" And Captain Marvel's like, "Yeah," and he's like, Mm-mm. "But but I, I but see, that was his science think, guy too." I didn't, think, I didn't think it was comic relief. I felt like it was making them more relatable, making yeah. them human. And I think the science guy is a great example of that because we get this seems like a like a one off joke where. They're explaining how if they just go up now, they'll find the the little orbiting lab. And um, <laughs> Middleson turns to, he's like, you're my science guy. How did you not know that, right? So it seems like this little joke. But then in almost the very next scene, the same actor gets this really powerful moment 
with Jude Law. Right. And and so I, I felt like there was this sense of tempering them. They to me they weren't just comic relief. They are funny, but you can really almost say that about any actor. I mean almost every actor except Jude Law. No, even Jude Law. Well, I mean gets funny moments. Go back to uh, Thor Ragnarok. I mean the Hulk in a lot of that was comic relief. Yeah. 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 Yeah, see, see, let, let see he's quiet. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I get what you're saying. All I'm saying is... But you're trying to hold a movie to a comic in terms of like what you need from like it, said, and I, that's and, not what and the reason for. And the reason why you start calling me Super Troll and I decided just to go ahead and agree with everybody is because I understand now that I'm in the minority. I personally... No, your like love the of the film was Super Trolling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, because I just... I, 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 I've had three days to digest this and three days to talk to people, and I understand how much of a minority I am. To me, it is a bottom five Mar MCU movie. Wow. So to me, I, I just want to bring up okay. real quick. And I and I want to know your bottom five then. For, wait, in, for, it, for the stuff with the cat, and the reason I wasn't upset about that is because, and <laughs> uh, I think I believe it's Winter Soldier. Sam Jackson says. Last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, which, oh, yeah, I, which, I forgot that. Which they actually shoehorn that freaking line in there. Well, so it makes, so it just, so here, it's, it's the I other. I trust you. It's the other reason why I really enjoyed Last Jedi. Because it took all those expectations yeah. everyone had. Yeah. And it flipped them upside down. Snoke's not this all-powerful being that is never going to die or is going to be hard to kill or Ray's going to have to fight to kill him. He just dies and he's gone. The scrolls, they're just like they're, they're just they refugees. Just yeah. They they're just, just want to live. The, Nick Fury was not always a badass, and that's okay. Yeah, he's a badass now. He started out an agent right? somewhere. He was a desk jockey, right? Like it just takes all those things that maybe you already have preconceived in your head, and I think that's what that's if you go into the the movie expecting a lot of those things, I can see why it wouldn't be like. Oh, I don't well, want to. And like I said, I, as you have pointed out, I'm not a trash person. But I don't I know I don't, of. I don't, that you know of, and I don't. I can't. I can't put into words or explain why I dislike this movie so much. I, I really can't. I. I. I and I'm not. I'm not this kind of person. I'm usually a very open-minded. Okay. And, and you're allowing me to still like Zero Hour. You're not. You're allowed not to like Captain Marvel. It's okay. Right. You're wrong. But and I understand its its cultural importance. I understand that. I thought. The limited action scenes that were in there were great. Limited um, action scenes? Still good. Well, all right. <laughs> but, okay, but I see, I, I wonder when if. When she's taken off the governor that's on the back of her neck, that's a great scene. Yeah. That's a great during. And loves it. Like, she's discovering her She's having so much fun. Full mm -hmm. moment. But, okay, but I, see. She makes Ronan fucking piss himself and leave. Yes. <laughs> I, I feel like you're not in a mind. Well, <laughs> you are in a minority, but you are a victim of the success of MCU's films, which I don't want to make you a victim, but it's a fact that, like I was saying earlier, as every film has succeeded, I feel like what the MCU has realized is we don't need to tie this into the comics anymore. We need to tie it into the filmic universe we've yeah. been creating. It's a yeah, universe. And, and yeah. once again, I, I, I understand that and I get it. And like I said, I understand that my hate for this is irrational. <laughs> I, I really do. I do understand that. I want uh, you to admit you love Kelly Sue DeConnick right now. Well, I just, I do. Okay. Um, we it, all do. We uh, don't want to. Uh, that was uh, that career. was that that was 
my bad, Kelly. Um, but if you want to, he's gonna be eating crow um, for a while. But no, um, what? You're gonna be eating crow for a while. Yeah. That was an outburst. That was. I, I apologize. Know, I really daughter to see it and mm-hmm. I want to see how that might I, change yeah, it I yeah I want to know yeah. what her thoughts and how she reacted to it because she'll be coming in with no knowledge I think she'll, she'll like be, it yeah. I, I really like I said I understand why people <laughs> like this film I do um I mean I get but, all excited with that point where you you see the flashback of her as a kid and every that's a great that's a great little montage up, yeah I'm like I'm like every fucking girl that's going to see this is going to want to have that fight scene She's right. going to have to get up, and she's going to she's gonna do it because she's she's really being empowered by this, and that's fucking awesome, man. But, and, and I'll say, it transcends <coughs> even gender, though, because the point of that scene is she's human. Yeah. It is not, she's not a creep, she's human. And that was the scene. Like, just my, a human. My, my the heart, way they refer heart, to her is yeah, just a human. Yeah, my heart just grew like five times when I saw that, right? Because it does empower women. But also, it just empowers all of us. You know, I thought it was a really great move. It was. Yeah. Anyone I, who's I, told I, you you can't stay down, don't. Yeah. This isn't for you. You can't do it at this level. Yeah. That's what that was, and I and I love seeing that because it was it was it was girls of all ages who've been told that, mm-hmm. uh, being able to stand up for themselves. I will say I don't think the film is perfect, right? Um, oh, it's not. I thought the dir- and and again, my my friend I was chatting with uh, online brought this up, uh, and and so I'm kind of presenting her thoughts, but um, the directing was not that great. It was it, it was kind of, I, I feel like they were trying to go for a retro 90s look, yeah. and I grew up in the 90s, and the 90s are not a good looking age. Now, I, w- I, so, w- I will say, some of the computer shots just had me, as an IT guy, just had me giggling, like using Alta oh, Vista. Alta Vista. <laughs> oh my God, did you notice, I, I was the only one in the theater that laughed at this, did you notice how many Hits she got from that Ulta Vista search? Two. Yeah, she got two hits. Right, yeah, right. That was it. And I busted out laughing, and mm. my daughter's like, why are you laughing? I'm like, I'll explain it later. Mm. But I, I just want to say, so my daughter is a year older than yours, okay. and I saw it with her. Mm. And I think it's something of a testament to this, that when we got done, I asked her, what did you think of the film? And she's like, I liked it. And, I, and she said, but it's, it's, I think it's not my second favorite Marvel movie. And I'm like, well, what's your first? She said, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And I think that just tells you a bit about how different those films are. Um, Black Panther to me is just, it is the pinnacle of introducing a new character, making a very profound, powerful, beautifully filmed movie. Um, Captain Marvel just doesn't quite rise to it. Academy Award winning Black Panther. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, the the set designer of that deserved every goddamn award mm. that she got. It's amazing. Yeah, there were, to me, there are moments there are not a lot of cinematic shots. Uh, they do use them well when they do, when she's in front of the, the ship and she just goes, yeah. you see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cross yeah. space. Or just when she flies through one of the Kree ships and it's like just paper. Yeah. I mean, there are very few moments where they really kind of use the screen for their benefit. And, they, and, and I will say this. That mid-credit scene is probably one of my favorite yeah. Marvel post-credit scenes. No, I mean, can't beat shawarma, but it's up there. <laughs> it's up there. Not much can beat shawarma. Not much Not can beat shawarma. Um, but I, I, I thought that was a great scene. Yeah. Uh, and we're probably going to see it in Endgame. But um, oh, of course. For, for me, my favorite scenes are um, Carol and Maria Hermann her friend yeah. because because oh, Marie doesn't so have good. to say a lot she just kind of walks up and mm-hmm. and they know and yeah. I like the way they play that because um when she says the hardest part is knowing that you were too stubborn to die yeah. like that whole speech oh, and everything gosh. is like yeah. really really yeah. good 
and then when they're at the end and, and Carol's gonna leave and she's like it's hard to say goodbye now because mm -hmm. she knows stuff and and like I love I love that little family of mm -hmm. you know we're not gonna obsess on you know the bad parents that she had that she had a family growing up and it was this and this is what she knows and then the yeah. fact that she could even relay that and she goes you supported me as a mother and a pilot when nobody did that that's solidifying uh, right. that friendship. I mean, that was like I said. There's some great things in this movie. Yeah, I, I, I will openly admit that. But some of the things that just rub me raw, and now I'm sitting back thinking about it, some of the things that I know are going to happen, that I know, okay, this is just the way it is. Maybe when I do go and take my see my daughter or take my daughter to see it next weekend, I'll enjoy the film a lot more. Yeah, maybe. But as sitting there and watching it by myself and having nobody else to talk to about it afterwards, it just made me fume about this movie. Like, I mean, like, I've never had too many movies where it just sat so bad with me immediately after seeing the movie. Like, Last I've walked out, I mean, well, I remember walking down the ramp, and I was like, what the fuck was this bullshit? <laughs> I mean, literally, I'm walking down the ramp to leave the movie theater, and I'm like, yeah. I just kept looking back at the screen, and I was like. That, for me, was the last Fantastic Four film. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. What the first 40 turd. minutes of that movie were pretty good. The what? The first 40 minutes of that movie. It was, yeah. It's not enough to save it for me. Mm -hmm. I just, it should yeah. never been made. Yeah. Naked Things still kind of irks me. Mm. It's oh. rock hard all the time. Does he get <laughs> kidney stones? No. <laughs> no. Are they this big? I, I got to throw I, one quick line out. is one of the best scenes in uh, Doomsday Clock. You have the Marvel family there, and when he goes, oh, my God, he's getting his penis. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is also in Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Another thing that. Okay, so the Nick Fury shoehorning is what I consider a major gripe. The scroll thing is a major gripe, and then yeah. there's a bunch of little minor gripes. And one of my minor gripes was the way they tried to pull a Game of Thrones. Uh, has anybody read the Game of Thrones books? No. No. Okay. Has everybody watched the Game of Thrones TV show? Yes. yes. Okay. Do every, everybody remember the ones that have watched it? Do you remember Roz, the, the prostitute? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So what they did was they combined like four or five different characters into one to create this Roz. Although there was a Roz in the books, they ended up combining like five characters, and, and that's why she ended up playing, playing like different roles and doing different things in the show. I feel like that's what they tried to do with um, Annette Benning's character, and it just didn't work for me. I mean, you, you try to have her be Dr. Lawson, you try to have her be Marvel, and she's the supreme intelligence. No, she's not the supreme intelligence. Well, I understand well, but that. She, I, I, but I the understand that. Is playing. Uh, yeah. She, but she was so, like, you could tell when she'd pivot from those characters. I mean, mm -hmm. I really liked when the supreme intelligence just fought her, and yeah. and it was just like. Is it a big green no head? No. No. no, 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 no. It is the person that you respect, you admire the most, most. you yeah. admire most, yeah. and okay. and so like that's the way they kind of use it to just define, you know, so are every, you a scroll or not? Kind of, it's kind of like the Matrix, where you plug oh. it. You have to plug in to to, hear, to, to visit with the Supreme Intelligence, and then but it's okay. I okay. think it's done. It, really that, that, yeah. that part yeah. actually kind of works. It's actually just some dude behind the curtain with a with a, like a bunch of microphones. Mm. And it's stuff. a Wizard of Oz, <laughs> yeah, but. Um, I, I did have one small, I mean, small <coughs> gripe or complaint. I think there were moments where the CGI on some of the stuff, and yes. I know CGI stuff, but in the big final battle when she's flying around a lot, she looks very shiny when she's coming into Earth. Like, 
But I mean, if that's I mean, my the biggest, only real yeah, part of her is basically right. Her, it, but her I'm like, if that's my biggest complaint, then I think I'm really okay with this movie. Like, mm. and I didn't watch it at a Dolby screen, so I don't know what the, what it would look like. That it was probably you could probably tell even more. I watched it at the Alamo, uh, so. But yeah, it's. I mean, that was kind of my biggest complaint out of that. Uh, movies are a little long nowadays, I think. Yeah. But this I one, thought that I thought that one. I, it, as far as movies goes, it went by pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah that's pretty quick. Yeah. It, I felt like Spider-Man: Homecoming. Like there was always action going on all the time. So like I never, I never looked down to see how long do we have left. Which mm-hmm. that has happened with some other movies, right? Yeah. Or like I need a restroom break or whatever. Like well, the well, only saving like on Thursday night when I went home, the only saving grace of this movie was the end games in seven weeks. Yeah, that was. Yeah, so go ahead. Oh, no, no, let's, we need to go ahead and wrap up. Uh, Kyle's got to get to work. Uh, Bye, bitch. Let's... <laughs> I got to get my stuff here first. Um, <laughs> give me your casting for uh, the question or give me your bottom five Marvel. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give you my bottom three Marvel, Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3. What? Wow. No, we, 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 wow. we don't know, no, Daniel. We'll come back to this next time. We'll come back to this. I gotta go. I gotta go. We don't have time for this. I gotta go. <laughs> um, and we'll start on this end, Kyle. Um, you got a question? Uh, casting no, no, or I'll, I'll, it, I'll try to get my top bottom Marvel films. Uh, Iron Man two, Thor two, and I, I, I hate doing this, but I guess the first Hulk film, The Incredible Hulk. It's, it's, I don't hate them, but if I, if I had to tear them, yeah. that's probably in the bottom. You know what? Hulk, take out Iron Man 1. Daniel. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, so I was thinking about it. I want maybe Jeremy Irons as the question. Too old. He needs to be somebody younger. He wears a mask. He wears a mask, though. Yeah, and you could, then you could have... Uh, and then you have Scar you, voicing the, the, the question. You, you could have him telling times yeah, of the brother. 80s, 70s. You could have him go back. So... And, um, yeah, bottom, it's pretty similar to Kyle's. Uh, I think the Dark World is way at the bottom. Yeah. Then Iron Man 2. Uh, I like The Incredible Hulk, but I don't think it's that far on it. Uh, but those are the bottom two that I know for sure. Okay. I think everything else is still... It's only down there because there's better stuff. Yeah, not because yeah that's really all we have. Because yeah. it's bad. Adrian? Nice. Um, Captain Marvel? Dark World, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 3, Captain Marvel... If you can't pick a fifth one, Age of Ultron. Josh. Yeah. Age of Ultron's pretty far down there too. Yeah, yeah I would. Um, I you know I haven't seen any of the Hulk films. Uh, well, it's only the one you really need to worry about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that's yeah. in the, the in MCU, bottom one. The yeah. the yeah, Ed Norton one. But um, I would say my bottom three are Thor: Dark World. Um, didn't care for Avengers two that much, and Iron Man two. So, so. I I love Iron Man one. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I just it, he never really wins on his own. He needs help constantly. Yeah, but that's kind of Tony Stark. Have you met Tony Stark? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm. I'm with I would have thought that the Avengers Initiative would have yeah. been like, hey, by the way, you notice you can't really win a battle. You constantly need help from Pepper or somebody or, else. There's a reason Rhodey, Avengers are based in Stark Mansion. I'm just saying, All you right. know. Um, if you if you check out anything to read this week, check out Doom Patrol and get yes. caught up on the DC uh, Universe uh, show. It is fantastic. I think that's the one thing we all agree yeah. upon that we've that, that have seen it. You, I gave you the app. You, are you not watching? It didn't let me sign back in. Son of a bitch. I just want to. But I have money. 
So I will get. I have money now. All right. I just want to throw in as well. If you're, uh, if you are a fan of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, be reading this final series. It's it's really stellar. It's really okay. good. Uh, check it out. Um, anyway, that's all. Thanks for checking us out. Um, we should be here every other Sunday. Uh, and intermediately, I might use this account to game on and talk comics. Nice. Woo-hoo. Sorry for next the audio on Twitch. It'll get better. Yes. <laughs> See ya. And next issue, Later. I will be giving a public apology to Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs>